Okay, so, um... <clears throat> I woke up this morning with some really peculiar visions that I can't even remember at this point, but, um... I'm just feeling like, um... It's just slipping, like, everything is just slipping. And, um... Like, I feel like I'm feeling and getting God's presence and everything, but, like, um... the same same battles same everything there you know different individuals i don't know around me um i don't know they're just um <clears throat> i don't know but uh i just was feeling like i needed to be in the spirit of the lord and um Lately, I've just been feeling like I just, I don't know. You know, I've seen different scriptures that are saying that the Lord is hiding his face from me. That's what he's doing. But, um, I don't know. My situation is just it's so complicated right now. It feels like on one hand, <clears throat> different individuals, you know, a lot of people tell you to relax and don't worry and trust God and let go. But I just don't feel like I'm in a situation where I could do that. I just don't feel like this is the kind of situation where I can actually do that. Because <clears throat> it's like this situation requires constant attention, constant, you know, monitoring because that's what these spirits are doing they're monitoring me they are watching me monitoring me and hindering me and every opportunity and so it's almost as if I have to be you know <clears throat> just as you know um eager and just as relentless as they are in order to prevail past the situation because Anything that the Lord gives me, they try and take. And anything that I'm, you know, trying to do in the Lord's name, they try and stop. So it's just gotten to this point where it's just becoming, you know, almost frustrating. <clears throat> but I know that, you know, the enemy, he just, he rejoices whenever you're upset. He rejoices whenever you are down. He rejoices whenever you say frustrated, agitated, irritated, annoyed. Because that's what he wants to do. He wants to do all those things. He wants to have you frustrated, agitated, irritated, annoyed. He wants to aggravate you. Because it's aggravating when you choose the Lord. It's aggravating when you keep fighting. It's aggravating when you fight your flesh. When you fight sin. When you um, when you look towards God and you hope for you know a better outcome. When you trust the Lord, when you have faith in him, when you believe in his promises, all of this is aggravating to Satan. It's aggravating to the demons. It's frustrating. It's all of those things. So the enemy seeks to frustrate me and agitate me, you know, and torture me just as much as he's being tortured when I choose God. But, um, I 
I guess what I'm mostly frustrated about is the fact that the Lord is hiding his face from me. Like, I know I could be doing more. And, you know, I want to do more. But I do so much. And it's like the Lord still hides his face from me. It discourages me. It discourages me because I'm feeling like, I fight them so hard and I'm tortured and I suffer. And I understand that this may not seem like it's anything to God. You know, this is not even nearly as much as I probably deserve because I run back to sin and I'm not being as obedient as I could be. But um, I do my best to run to him and stay in his presence and focus on him and think of him and all that I do. And he continues to hide his face from me. And so it's discouraging. It start. I start to feel like, you know, what is the point of fighting these different individuals in your name? What is the point of, you know, fighting off these dark spirits in your name? What is the point of going through all this torture and suffering when you will just continue to hide your face from me? Like I'm seeking your face, you know, that scripture, you know, that Jesus leaves the 99 and save the one has really been... You know, the devil's been playing tricks on me in my mind, making me feel like, you know, <clears throat> the only time I can get the Lord's attention is if I am that one lost sheep. And I don't want to be the lost sheep anymore. When you're found, you're found. You don't go back to being lost just because you want the Lord's attention. You know that he needs that attention for the lost sheep. So you want to, you know, stay out of his way and you want to, you know, make work, make it easier on him and not you know, not get lost, you know, just for, you know, just because he's not paying attention to you right now, but, but the sinner instead, but, um, you know, I just always, I always used to hear growing up that, um, when kids are acting out, when children are acting out, when they're getting themselves into trouble, when they're, you know, being angry, when there are, when they are, you know, doing stupid things or just finding different things, you know, when they are disobeying the Lord, when they're just disobeying their parents, when they are just being rebellious, it's all for attention. And um, though I knew that was true, I never understood it. I never understood it because I would say, I don't know if I believe that because a lot of the different individuals that I've run into that are rebellious and that are disobedient and that are, you know, lost, it seems like the last thing they want is your attention. Honestly, you know, you, you try and give them your attention by warning them about the lifestyle that they're going to in the road that they're leading down and what they're, you know, <clears throat> what they're doing wrong, you know, trying to help them and guide them. You try and do what you can to warn them. And the last thing they want is for you to be there. It's like they are doing everything that they can to avoid you or get away from you or you know, um, get you away from them. It's like, how is it that they are looking for attention when they, the last thing they want is attention. 
you know, oftentimes it's like they really just want to be, you know, left alone to do whatever wicked things that they're gravitating towards. It's not about attention. It's just about wanting to do what they wanted to do. It's like they don't care about anything else. I just want to get into what I want to get into. I just want to, you know, I just want to, you know, do whatever it is I'm doing that's bad. It's not that I want the attention. Actually, I'd rather nobody know that I did it so that I can get away with it, you know? And it almost feels like how could that be true that is that, that they're seeking attention, you know? But, um, you know, I just, I'm getting older and I understand, and it is bringing to perspective, you know, when elder older people say you'll understand when you're older. I'm getting older and I'm starting to understand it's deeper than what it looks like. It's deeper than what it seems on the surface. You know, it goes deeper than just the immediate reaction of these different individuals. The immediate reaction may be leave me alone, stay away from me. You know, they isolate themselves. They don't want to be around anything or anybody, but they're saying, you know, that seems like they're, they're real, what they really want. But, um... You get older and you realize that it's not about the immediate reaction, but the long-term reactions that they're looking for, you know? In general, deep down, they really do just want attention. It really is just about attention because they know, you know, that in the long run, they will have received the attention that they were so desperately needing, you know, just overall. You know, right now it looks like I'm trying to escape attention right now. It looks like I don't want to be bothered right now. It looks like I'm isolating myself right now. It looks like I just, you know, am trying to get lost. But in reality, I feel like this will provoke the right the attention that I'm searching for. You know, I think that concerning myself, you know, it is about attention. I'm going to speak for myself because sometimes other people just operate in different ways, even though it feels like it still is this general understanding, you know, just the general wisdom. But um, for me, you know, I always felt suicidal and depressive. And um, I didn't feel like I wanted attention because I felt like if I die, I'll never get attention again. That's what I want. I want to, you know, leave. Gone. I want to be gone forever. I don't, it's not about attention because if I wanted attention, wouldn't I stay here and get it? But it's like, that's not what it is. It's more about like possibly in my heart thinking that, you know, if the world had no me, would eventually they have missed out on what I had to offer in this world, you know? I don't know. No, I actually don't believe that because honestly, I think my whole life I've just been thinking like, you know, they would never have had to pay attention to me again. But it is for the lack of attention. It is for possibly needing it, you know? I don't know. But, um... Right now, it feels like I have all the attention in the world. And I just want to go back to no attention. Like, I just want to go back to... Being left alone. Different individuals, they're around me and they're like always accusing me of wanting attention. Always accusing me of doing this for attention. And 
it's like I want to I want to take that into consideration because it feels like it's a consistent, you know, it's something that they're saying on a consistent basis. I hear it a lot from a lot of different people. And after you start hearing that thing from a lot of different people who may not even have had the same conversations or even know each other, it feels like some maybe they're all noticing the same thing. Even though the Lord has taught me in this process that um, when it comes down to it, the fact of the matter is that um, there are demons, you know, that I'm battling in my life. And nothing that anyone may have perceived about me ever possibly you know or or truly truly thought about me at least the things that they said they thought about me may have ever truly been what it really was or the truth because only God really knows the inwards of the heart only God truly knows who I am deep inside and what these individuals may be seeing is just you know, it's a lot of things. It's a defense system that has been built up from different things that I've had to endure through childhood. It is, you know, demons that I'm battling with. It is, you know, lack of understanding of different situations I'm still continually having to deal with. It's a lot of things. It's not who I really am. And so, you know, obviously that is like the idea of the stony heart, you know? Stony heart. Because when you're hard-hearted, your heart can't shine through. So I'm feeling like, you know, maybe that's what it... Well, not maybe. The Lord has revealed to me that's what it is. Stony hearts, you know? But, um... It's just become so upsetting. Because it's like, um... Maybe you start to think that
I don't know. You just start to think that the perfect the perfect situation does exist out there for you. But um, it feels like in growing up, what I'm realizing is that the things that I've battled at home and the things that I feel like I wanted to escape from for so long, it's just so much more that out in this world. It's not that you ever escape it. You go out into this world and you and you just find that it's so, so much more um, frequent and existing than than just at home and and that's what my parents were saying my whole life they were saying that you know we're toughening you up for this world that's tough you know it may be hard here but it's nothing compared to what you'll experience out in this world and your family loves you no one will ever have your back like your family you go out into this world and people will do you way worse we're just trying to toughen you up to prevent things from getting to that point where you have to go find out the hard way in this world. And um I believe them. I mean, I want to believe them. But like like it's just like I could never truly accept that. Like, I could really never truly accept that um, they were doing that for me. Like, I felt like I accepted it because I had to. Like, I feel like I accepted that because I had to, but I never really truly believed it. And I feel like maybe even the Lord was telling me differently. Like, (sighs) that's not true. And now it feels like it's being exposed that it wasn't true the whole time. It wasn't true. You know? And, and, and finding that my family had put witchcraft on me, you know, you can't convince me that, you know, you love me. You can't convince me that you love me when you want to enslave me spiritually and drag me down to hell for eternity. You can't convince me that's love. That's not love. And um, 
Yes, this world, I'm sure you can find very worse situations. You can find things getting as bad as they ever get. But you opened the door to that when you did that. And, you know, you kind of put me in that place. You never gave me a chance. You never gave me a real opportunity in life to ever really truly succeed. But you claim that you are trying to, you know, build foundations so that I may succeed. It seems as if you never want me to ever have had a foundation. But, you know, and trying to understand, you know, that sometimes people love different because they may not have ever truly experienced real love from the people around them, then you want to understand that, you know, maybe you thought you were doing the right thing. And, um... That was possibly from personal, that was from personal experience you were speaking from. But what I have to also take into account is that maybe your personal experiences won't be my own. But I know that I'm still sounding like my teenage self when I say stuff like that. Because the fact of the matter is, you know, they've been out here in this world. They've learned from experience and you have to listen. You know, you just have to listen. They're trying to give you a fighting chance, but it just feels like. If you really wanted to give anybody a fighting chance, it was just, it seems like different things you would have really truly done. Like, um, I want to give my children a fighting chance. So right now I'm doing everything that I can to build my foundation in the Lord. Cause that's the only way any, anyone around me or anyone who comes from me or anyone I'm ever associated with in my future will ever be given a chance. The only way that I could ever offer them any chance is if I first offer myself one in God. And then once that is somewhat established or if I'm able to ever establish that in the Lord. If if the Lord is you no know, when the Lord is, has established me, then I can ever I can I can offer someone else, you know, the same salvation I received, the same forgiveness I received, the same love I received. But before I do that, I can never help anybody. I can never establish anybody's foundation. I can never, you know, toughen anybody up for this world. Because you can't toughen people up from this, in this world by abusing them. Really, you're not really toughening them up. You're building up defense systems and making it harder for them that when they go out, when they go off in life, depending on the direction that they go in, they may have to unlearn all of the learned behavior from you. You're making it harder for them to succeed, not easier. But you think that that's the way to go because somebody taught you that's the way to go, and it's just a cycle of ignorance. And how do you break this cycle? But then you get out into this world. And you start to feel like what they said was true. It's starting to be proven to be true. But in reality, the only reason it's proven to be true is because you ha- you are reflecting and projecting the same abuse that you've had to deal with from years before. So it's not that they're right. It's that they kind of made it that way because they abused you. And taught you things that you should have never had to learn. And, and took you through stuff you should have never had to go through. Almost in a way, in such a wicked, malicious place deep inside, even if they know whether they know it or not, somewhat trying to stop or ruin your destiny before you ever had a chance to get a hold of it, trying to keep you from it. 
And people will say, I would never try and keep you from your destiny. I want you to succeed. I want you to have everything in life. I want you to be everything you have ever called to be. That would make me happy. That would make me the happiest person in the world. But their actions don't reflect that. And do you really want to listen to words or do you want to listen to actions? You can't put witchcraft on me. You know, witchcraft and saying, I never want her to succeed. I never want her to be nothing. I never want her to reach her destiny. Those are possibly the words that you have literally spoken when you put witchcraft on my life. But then you say to my face, I want nothing more than for you to succeed. That doesn't make any sense. You can't do things with the intent and the action behind them. And your intent is, I never want them to succeed. I hope that this hinders them forever. I hope that this makes them give up on ever having a chance in the area that I never feel that I succeeded in. You cannot do that and actually expect someone to believe that you truly want them to succeed. That makes absolutely no sense. But the Lord has taught me not to judge because the same situation that you judge, you may very well find yourself in. I don't ever want to find myself in these situations. And I pray this ever since I was a kid. And I just pray that the Lord sees fit to, you know, establish my future different than I've ever had. It seems as if he's exposing to me that the foundation that I've come from is something that needs to be shed, not my future. I don't need to shed my future. I need to shed my past. And not in a way where I'm not acknowledging it or pretending as if it's not something I had to go through. I have to accept that I, go, I had gone through that. I have to heal from it. But I have to shed it. It can. I cannot take these learned behaviors with me into my future. I cannot take aggressive, you know, defensive battlefield attitudes into a marriage i can't take abusive you know belittling berating you know um hindering you know controlling spirits and attitudes into motherhood i cannot do anything with these things that they've given me nothing i can't do nothing with them but learn from them and share them and heal from them and learn to make this world a better place by not repeating that behavior. So how is it that that's wisdom? I mean, in a way, I guess you want to believe that that's only wisdom to the individuals that actually intend to go in a direction in life that you had gone. But the, you, I never felt that that was true because... You know, I never felt like they were intending to dictate which direction I would ever go in life. They were just trying to prepare me for whatever direction I chose. That's what I wanted to believe and that's what I still want to believe. And maybe later I'll understand that that actually is true. But um, at this point, it feels like it's still proven true even a decade later, almost 15 years later, that none of that was true. None of that was okay. None of that was, you know, real, real, you know, none of that was a recipe to fulfillment and joy and peace in life and success and emotional, physical, spiritual battles. 
you know. But still, I have to be aware enough to accept and understand that um, when it comes down to it, everything that I've gone through and everything that I've ever been around, everything that I've learned, everything that I have seen has made me who I am today. And I was given everything I guess that I needed to overcome these battles in order to become who I was destined to be. So I have to appreciate everything and be grateful for everything I've had and and have. But still, in a way, I'm just in this place right now where I feel like it's like everything that I've had to go through and everything that I've been through has, you know, prepared me for who I'm destined to be. But what everything I've had to go through is preparing me for tearing down everything I've had to go through. So it confuses you because it makes you feel like, but if I never had to go through that, if I never had to learn those, you know, behaviors that never were meant to be learned, you know, then I wouldn't feel like it prepared me for everything I'm ever destined to be because it feels like, in a way, like, okay, I hope I'm not complicating this. What I'm saying is that entire battle, my entire life, just prepared me for the battle of tearing down that battle, of overcoming that battle. But if I never had to fight that battle, would I ever have to overcome it? But, um... I'm still young. I'm still young and I still have to learn. And everything happens for a reason and God makes no mistakes in everybody he's placing in our life and everybody that he will place in our life. So you have to choose at that point to learn from it and move forward. Because blaming, not taking accountability or responsibility for your own life, not allowing that to move you and shape you moving forward, and not healing from it, it's not going to, it's not going to, you know, help anything. It's not going to get you to where you need to be. It's not going to make you stronger. And so I guess the basic the basic lesson is everything that you're going through is making you stronger and strength is what's needed to survive. Strength is what's needed to overcome. Strength is what you'll need. I got that part, but um um I don't know. You know, I always wonder, like, but if I'm going in a totally different direction in life and I don't plan to surround myself or ever be surrounded by anybody who ever agrees with that logic or even feels remotely as if any of those things would even benefit me in the environment that I choose to succeed in, then what is that helping? What would that do for me? You know, like, 
it feel like at that point it will be a bunch of useless information. Just like when you were in school and you were learning about, you know, I don't know, um, artifacts buried from over three million years ago. And you're learning everything about them. And you're thinking, now, what is this going to do for my future? You know, what? Why? when would this ever play a part of my future? When will I ever need to use this information about artifacts buried three million years ago in the area that I choose to succeed in for my destiny? When will this ever come up again? When will it matter? Will anybody in 20, 30 years be asking me, about an artifact that was buried 3 million years ago. If I'm not, you know, actually planning to go to college to be an archaeologist. No, but at the same time, I guess it just helps you find where you are meant to be. And where you will go. And so I just want to accept and embrace everything that I've gone through. I just don't want to spend too much time complaining about it. But I still don't understand fully. I don't. It's, it's parts and portions of this. I don't understand. I don't think I will ever understand. But um, I know that's not true. I know I will understand one day. And um, the situation that I'm going through, what I'm dealing with, you know, it's not going to go anywhere until I make it go somewhere. And so regardless of if any of the information that I have ever learned or have ever had or known is useless, you know, I guess I would just have to get innovative. And learn how to use whatever it is I can from whatever it is I've learned, even if it's just little to nothing, and put it in the right direction to help and benefit. Because every little bit counts. Pennies add up. So I guess that's all I really can do, you know. And it's just what I'm really trying to say, and it, it feels like it's so obvious, is that, you know, I never had, you know, anything I would have needed to truly succeed in life. But God, I don't think I ever did. Not even love. Because I'm just finding all this different stuff going on in the spirit. And I don't blame people for the decisions that they've made. Life is hard. Life is tough. Sometimes it leads you down that road. You may have fought just as hard as I'm trying to fight right now. Maybe you, maybe that battle overcame you. Maybe you overcame that battle, but just in your own way. I'm not judging you. I just know that, you know, I'm learning so much in this process about myself and who I want to be. And um, a lot of this different, a lot of these different things seem to seem to turn out as more hindrances than help. But um, I don't I'm not going to continue to feel bad for myself because one thing they did get right is that this world will not feel bad for you. This world will not feel bad for you. Nobody in it cares, really, including them. So, you know, what can I do, you know? All I can do is depend on God to teach me everything I would have never learned without him. I wouldn't be able to do without him. It's a miracle that the Lord instilled a lot of different things in me from the environment that I came from. Because, you know, I'm not acting as if I'm better than anybody. But I just want to say that um, the direction I'm going in, I shouldn't have to keep defending it. 
I shouldn't have to keep saying, I'm not better than you. I'm not better than you. I want to be better than this. That's what, that's all that matters. I'm not better than you. I want to be better than this. And I'm not going to let the guilt of wanting more for myself and wanting a different direction in life keep me from getting that. It it gets frustrating because the Lord has even shown me a version of myself that's completely unrecognizable from anything that I've come from. And nobody around me is comfortable with that. They're all extremely uncomfortable. They all do everything out of fear, fear of losing that version of myself that's not going to survive into my future. You're, you're not helping. You know, it's not that I'm trying to bury the past. I'm trying to plant a seed so a tree can grow. But um, nobody understands that right now. And, and, and sometimes I fear whether they ever will. You know, with, with the Lord kind of showing me that they never, they never will ever feel any sort of remorse or ever care or change or even see it that way. They'll only understand. They'll only understand the character and the direction that they're choosing now. That's all they'll ever understand. So doesn't that confirm the entire time that the abuse that they were justifying was actually just nonsense? It was just that, just a justification for abuse. And so now I'm in I'm at this place where I'm learning that I'm justifying my abuse on the Lord. Like while the Lord is trying to show me real love and I'm begging him for real love and I'm begging him to show me the way to true love and true salvation and true fulfillment and true peace and true happiness and true freedom. I'm abusing him by turning back to these actions that he's calling me out of, turning back to these behaviors that he's pulling me away from. You know, when I'm being transformed, into something completely different. I'm cheating on my future with my past. And somehow, somehow, you know, somehow that's like a crime. It feels like a crime. It feels like, you know, world's most wanted right now. Because I want to be more. I want to be different. I want to be transformed. I want to be free. But um, at this point, because like as I'm so torn and feeling so beat up by all of it. Even my future is beating me up right now. My future is beating me up. My present is beating me up. My past is beating me up. I'm I'm just getting beat up from all different angles. You know, because of all of this. What I'm learning in the process and what I am having to accept is that I just need to trust the Lord's promises and I don't need to worry about the how I'll get there because 
Satan wants me to worry about how I would get there because if it were ever based on my logic of how I would get there, I'd never make it. It's not based on my understanding. It's based on God's understanding of the whole picture that he knows and what he's capable of and his sovereignty, his control, his power, his almighty power over any and every situation. It's about that. It's never about what I feel like I can do because it's not going to be done by my power. It's going to be done by God's power alone. So I'm not supposed to worry about the how. I'm just supposed to trust his promises right now. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to trust the Lord's promises because um, I'm just going to trust the Lord's promises. Because only he can make sense of it all. He's promised me this future. From the small perspective that I may have right now compared to God's. From the, you know, um, limited understanding that I have. Compared to God's limitless abilities, I won't be able to see it. I just have to trust him. So, that's what I'll do.